0: Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Faith in It Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Lashonda Tania, and I am your host. And I am so excited to have you listening to the podcast, to have you in our community, girl, and to just be on this journey, faith in it right with you. So on today's episode, I believe I may do this in a two-part, not quite sure, because I feel like I have a lot to say about this. But today's topic is going to be spiritual warfare. And girl. When this topic first came up, it came up about two weeks ago. The Lord dropped it in my spirit for us to study this within our Bible scholars community. And as we were talking about spiritual warfare, there were a lot of different resources and things. And this topic just continued to come up from people around me, from my pastor, from one of the girls in the group. And as I began to study it more and more. I start to see it more and more in my life. I feel like that's usually how it works, right? Like you get some knowledge about something and then, you know, you you get the chance and opportunity to apply that knowledge. And I believe that this topic in this episode will be such a blessing to so many believers out there, so many new Christians and, and people who are just trying to walk in faith and better understand themselves and better understand why are things happening the way they happen, especially when you give your life to Christ. I know that there's this common misconception like, oh, when you give your life to Christ, then you won't have any problems. And I'm going to be one of the first, if not many, to tell you that it's not true. It's not that you won't have problems. It's more about how you deal with them and the fact that you have God on your side, right? Also your mindset, your faith and things like that. So just hopping right into the topic of spiritual warfare, girl, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what it is and what the word says about this. I'm going to be taking us to Ephesians 6 and it's going to be starting at verse 10. Now, just a little context about the book of Ephesians written by Paul. And at the time, Paul is in prison and if you think about that, he's chained up, you know, he's in prison in in physical bondage, and he's writing a letter of encouragement to other people. When he could have been focusing on his circumstances, he still kept his mind on the word of God as well as encouraging other believers. So let us take note just from that simple principle alone. But I'm going to go ahead and dive into what he said. So in verse 10, he starts and he says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on All of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly. When I first read that, I began to research spiritual warfare, and a couple of things came up that I want to share with you about how to identify and also understand what spiritual warfare is. So we just saw in the word that it's that Paul is letting us know that we're not battling against people. We're not battling against flesh and blood, but we are battling against the spirits that are in unseen places. We know that there's a natural realm that we're living in, but there's also a spiritual realm. And we have to understand that the devil wants to see us off track. The devil wants to take us off of our square and make us, you know, suffer in this physical realm so that we don't focus on the things that God has for us in the spiritual. So the first A couple of things I want to talk to you about when it comes to spiritual warfare is that it looks different for everybody. The enemy will attack you personally. We have to think about in Matthew when Jesus had just got off his 40 day fast. The devil didn't come to him, tempting him in a random way. He came to him trying to tempt him in a very specific way. Think about that. Jesus is getting off a 40 day fast extremely hungry, you know, and the devil says, oh, if you're the son of God, then go ahead and turn those rocks into bread. The devil was being subtle, right? He's not just trying to say, okay, Jesus, I know you are hungry. Go ahead and turn these um, rocks into bread so that you can eat he tried to challenge him and challenge his pride with the if you're the son of God if Jesus was a prideful person then he could have very well like you know I can show you but then with him turning those rocks into bread that could have built up the temptation and you know just had that food there when that's not exactly what he wanted to do. But Jesus didn't fall into that. Thank you, Lord. He didn't fall into that temptation. He didn't fall into that pride of proving himself. But this is just an example of how the devil would try to, you know, scheme and plot and be very specific to what it is that you have going on. When I was watching this video, um, I heard that one of the first signs is division rather than restoration. When you are going through spiritual warfare, you're going to see the presence of pride, the presence of ego, the presence of unforgiveness and a lack of repentance. Those are things that will tear you away from intimacy with God. If you are operating in pride or ego or unforgiveness, the word even tells us that if we're not forgiving to others, then we won't be able to receive and feel that forgiveness from the, the Lord. Lord. So even those things, again, super subtle, but those are things that can present themselves as spiritual warfare. It does not, it does not have to be a huge event, like a huge big old thing for it to be spiritual warfare. The devil wants to deceive us. The devil is our adversary. He wants us to go against the thoughts and the mindset and the principles that God wants us to live by. So he's gonna come very slick and sly with deception. He wants you to keep your eyes off of what Jesus says. It could be a thought about yourself, you know, falling into imposter syndrome, just a a negative thought, something that could literally spiral you and, and there can be an attack on your confidence. There can be an attack on your voice if you have something to say. There can be an attack on whatever it is. Really start to pay attention to the things that come up or the type of problems that arise. What I found out in my life is that When I experience spiritual warfare, it's almost like a pattern. I feel like once I'm on fire and doing things and, you know, really focused on the things of the Lord and the things that God would want me to keep my mind on. It is something random that will pop up in, I would say, relationships, for example. The enemy knows their relationships mean a lot to me. And. There could be an example. Somebody may have said something that hurt my feelings or, you know, I may have gotten offended by something or just some dissension may come up. But those things are designed for me to keep my mind off of God. I am an extremely sensitive person, extremely. And when things like that come, you know, it kind of takes me a minute to recover from that sometimes if I'm being honest. But if we are able to not hold on to that offense hold on to that unforgiveness, you know, allow our heart to be hardened, then we'll be in a better space. We need to keep our minds focused on Jesus and not on the problem. That's one of the tools of fighting and, you know, combating this spiritual warfare. But continuing on with the understanding of it, another way spiritual warfare will come up is that when you're trying to change or you're trying to do something or you are growing in your relationship with Christ, old habits, old lifestyles, old people that you may have been trying to grow, you know, apart or elevate in your life just to to leave, you know, those things behind, they're going to start to resurface, like maybe old friends, old relationships, maybe people starting to spin a block on you, sis, you know how it be. So that's an example of spiritual warfare. The enemy wants to use things, people, circumstances to keep your mind off of what Jesus has for you. Your focus in this time needs to be on God and not the issue, and I know that is so much easier said than done, but that's why I need to talk to you about this girl because we are literally in a constant war. Why would the devil not be trying to stop you from doing things for God? Why would the devil not be trying to stop you from building your relationship? You have to understand that that is his main purpose. First Peter five six through nine says. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And this is Peter writing and letting us know that. I know that it may seem like you're the only person going through this, but you're not. Every person in this world has something going on. And all believers, all believers, are experiencing or have or will go through a a season where they are experiencing some spiritual warfare. So now that we kind of have an idea of what that looks like, and if y'all need me to go more in depth with that, then let me know. If y'all need another episode on that, but I just want to move forward to not just focus on the problem but to focus on the solution and how we can be in connection and communication with god and what does god have to say about this what did he leave us in his word i wanted to put this out there from the my life application bible down below it tells us that um in the christian life we battle against rulers and authorities to withstand their attacks, we must depend on God's strength and use every piece of his armor. Then it talks about how Isaiah mentioned God's armor as well in Isaiah 11 and 5 and Isaiah 49 and 2. But Paul was talking not only to the church and the body of Christ, but every individual that's in it. So every single person once again says everybody. Our whole body needs to be armed because Satan is going to check for a weak spot. It says that he knows them all. So we must help each other stand our ground and resist the enemy until the end of the battle. Don't try to face him unarmed. Then it goes on to say that although we are assured of victory, we must engage in the struggle until Christ returns because Satan is constantly battling against all who are on the Lord's side. We need supernatural power to defeat Satan. And God has provided this by giving us his Holy Spirit within us and his armor surrounding us. I'm just going to go dive right back into Ephesians 6 and 13, where it's talking to us about what that looks like. Paul goes on to say, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but girl, if you are in a space where you can take notes, get you a notebook, get your pen, get your journal and take notes because this is not one of those episodes. This is like, oh, I listened to it and that was that. This is one of those episodes that you need to use for reference. You need to come back to it, study it, use it in your quiet time and really see what God has to say about the notes that you take down. So if you can go ahead and pause, get your journal, get your notebook and start taking notes. So the whole armor of God, this is very specific instructions that Paul wrote to us in the letter to let us know What we need to do in the midst of spiritual warfare. Now, I want to read the message version of this because the message version is so clear. And I love the fact that it puts it like in layman's terms so that we can really understand what's being said. It says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything that the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up against everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long pray for your brothers and sisters, keep your eyes open and keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And this is where the note starts us. As we break this down and we think about combating spiritual warfare, the instructions were made clear for us in the word. It's up to us to figure out how we can do this practically. So as we look back, this version told us that we have well-made weapons that are coming from the Lord. We need to put them to use. We need to learn how to apply them. And we need to be prepared because we can't handle it on our own. There is no way we're ever going to win a battle that is of other dimensions, that is not just of this world, only focusing and using the skills that we have in our worldly ways. We need to lean on the word of God. We need to lean on the Holy Spirit. And we need to believe that Jesus Christ is our savior and that he will do just that the first piece of armor was the belt of truth it says in my bible that the devil fights with lies and sometimes his lies sound like the truth we have god's truth however which can defeat the devil's lives we need to understand that god's word is true what god says about us is true what god tells us about ourselves and about him is true We need to look at what he says about our situation. Look at what God says about you. When the enemy tries to feed you lies, you have to remind yourself of who God says that you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are loved. Nothing can separate you from the love of Jesus. If the enemy is trying to get in your mind and, and get in your head and have you being shameful or doubtful or insecure or fearful, I'm not saying those things won't come up, but we have to remind ourselves of what the truth says about those. We need to refer back to the word. And God told us in Second Timothy one and seven, for we do not have the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So those are the things that we need to cling to. We need to cling to the belt of truth when the spiritual warfare is coming in the form of either fear or, you know, just different things with their mind. Next up is the body armor of righteousness. So the devil often attacks our hearts, the seat of our emotions, our identity and our trust. God's righteousness is the body armor that protects our hearts and ensures his approval. God approves of us. He sent his son to die for us because he loves us. So according to. King James kingjamesbibledictionary.com. When I looked up the word righteousness, it said that this is purity of heart and a rectitude of life, a conformity of heart and life to the divine law, or the active and passive obedience of Christ. We need to make sure that we are working our hardest to remain in obedience to what God says. We should have a goal of living righteously. It is so easy for us to fall into sin. That's just in our nature. But we have to understand that when we fall into sin, we leave our hearts and our minds and our emotions and even our trust in God in jeopardy because we are falling into temptation. We are falling, you know, into different things that were sent to destroy us and we just have to remind ourselves and really just try to get in tune and get in alignment with the way that God wants us to live the enemy is going to try to tempt you we saw that with the example with Jesus being tempted even Jesus was tempted us why wouldn't the enemy try to tempt you? So really, really, really try to get in alignment with that. Make sure your heart is pure and that you are trying to live in accordance to the things in a way that God wants us to. God's righteousness, man, God's righteousness is he's protecting us, his righteousness. But we also have a part to play in this. The next part is the shoes, the peace that comes from the good news. My Bible says that the devil wants us to think that telling others the good news is a worthless and hopeless task. The size of the task is too big and that the negative responses are too much to handle. But it says the shoes that God gives us are the motivation to continue to proclaim the true peace that is available in God. News that everyone needs to hear. We need to be telling people about God. We need to be lifting up other believers. We need to, you know, tell our testimonies to other people so that they can see and they can hear and they can, you know, have someone there to to testify and tell them about the goodness of God. Some people, they don't have that. Some people aren't picking up their word and our testimony could be that thing that brings them close to God. So continue to do that and don't be discouraged. So the next part of our armor is the shield of faith. And with this, we see that the devil attacks us in ways that will make us question our faith, question who we are, question who God is. You know, if we're thinking or believing in something and that doesn't happen, then our faith is is um. Is shaken and things like that. But we have to remember and we have to remind ourselves of who God has been. If you are lacking faith, if you are struggling with your faith, ask God, God, Lord, Jesus please strengthen my faith in this situation we see that so much stuff happened in the bible just because of people's faith if you listen to last week's episode well not last week but two weeks ago the episode of just a touch so much can happen just when you have faith so we need to put on the shield of faith and believe that God is who he said that he is if you are not familiar with the names of God this is something that I'm familiarizing myself with right now look up the names of God and that can really help to increase your faith as well because it's going to allow you to understand who God says that he is. What is God's names? You know, for example, Jehovah Jireh, God is our provider. Jehovah Rapha, God is the one who heals. So we need to really you know, just get in tune with that. Get in tune with that. That is something. That's one of my goals for this year, sis. Um a book that I'm I'm thinking about getting and moving forward with is The Names of God by Tony Evans. And while we were on the prayer call, one of my sisters dropped that in the chat. And this is something that I really want to, you know, just encourage you to get as well, the names of God so that you can familiarize yourself with who God is. That can build your faith and strengthen your faith. You can call God out by name and you can also begin to see God for who he is based on you learning his names. So that's just something else practical that we could do. The helmet of salvation. Now, this says that the devil wants to make us doubt God. And when I say this, I mean in my NLT life application Bible. The devil wants to make us doubt God and doubt our salvation. The helmet protects our minds from doubting God's saving work for us salvation the word salvation means deliverance from evil or danger we need to know deep down in our heart that Jesus saved us and he will in the midst of all adversity Jesus literally gave his life to deliver us to deliver us and we have to remain steadfast in thinking that and believing that spiritual warfare is the weapon but the fact that we have the helmet of salvation and knowing that Jesus saved us already could continue to build up our confidence in the midst of things now we know it says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper it didn't say that the weapons weren't going to form but we have to remind ourselves that these weapons will not prosper jesus has the victory now and forevermore and then the last um part of the armor the full armor of god is the sword of the spirit and this is the word of god just like jesus while he was being tempted and he was engaging in spiritual warfare. If you look this up um, in Matthew, you'll see that the devil tried to come at him more than one time. So it's not to say that this is going to be a one time thing. The scripture even told us that this is a lifelong thing. We're going to be engaging in spiritual warfare, you know, and that's not to scare you or anything like that. But it's just to prep you into, you know, make sure that you're not caught off guard. Just like Jesus was tempted three times, y'all, what Jesus used was the sword of the spirit. As he was engaging with the devil, he didn't engage with pride. He didn't even just get rid of him, you know, just like, you know, he could have just did anything. If you really think about it, it's Jesus, y'all. So <laughs> he could have done anything. But what he did was he modeled for us the way that we can use the word. The enemy tried to use scripture to like try to pervert scripture to tell Jesus um to basically hurt himself. And then with Jesus knowing the scripture, he didn't even go back and. Basically, correct what the devil was saying. He gave another scripture. So he came back with the word of God on multiple occasions. And then la- the last time when he talked about it, he quoted the scripture and really acted out the scripture of James 4 and 7, where it says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's what he did. He didn't just, um you know, the devil didn't leave the first time. I remember just reading this, and one of the homegirls in the Bible scholars group was like, Bro, the devil didn't have nothing else better to do. He don't. The devil's whole identity is built into steal, kill and to destroy. So you have to think about what is he trying to steal, kill or destroy within you? Understand that the sword of the spirit, the word of God is going to be a very, very powerful tool for us to use. We have to read the word, study scriptures, know scriptures so that they can come into remembrance when things like this are going on. Lastly, Paul told us that we need to pray. We need to pray hard and long. We need to pray for others. We need to keep our eyes open. And we also need to encourage one another. So I really, really pray that this episode blessed you. I really do believe that this episode is going to be so timely as you're listening to this. I am just man, and in, in all already of what God is going to be revealing to you through your study, through your notes and things. When you look up more things about spiritual warfare, this is not to scare you. This is to prepare you, sis. I love you so much. If you would like to keep up with us, if you would like to um, shout the podcast out and let me know that this bless you, be sure to tag us on Instagram at faith and Ed ministries. If you are Um, interested in joining us for prayer, feel free to click the link down below in the show notes. We pray every Monday morning at 6 a.m. I'll also continue to leave the link to um, my Bible favorites and the Bibles that I'm using and studying from. But I really, really pray that this episode encouraged you. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Faith in It podcast. As always, please leave a review. That helps to get the word out to other listeners and also y'all before we go we have reached over 1000 downloads on the podcast so shout out to you sis shout out to you if you've been sharing this please share this podcast with a friend if you feel like this episode will bless them i appreciate you so much and i'll talk to you soon.